0: Right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, get dated, getpaid.com.
3: It's a beautiful day to look ahead to baseball. Uh, you thought you thought we were going to do football again. We will later in the show. Pitchers and catchers report for the Tigers. Today is Valentine's Day, and I would like to propose a situationship, a friends with benefits situation for the Tigers. You have not one, but two premier free agents still unsigned as pitchers and catchers report. Mm-hmm. They are unsigned. They are not getting favorable terms from the market. So what I propose, that the Lions, that the Tigers inquire about at least one of these guys and try to get a one-year deal a friends with benefits, situationship. This isn't put a ring on it, long-term Javi Baez, Miguel Cabrera stuff. This is a one-year deal where the Tigers pick up the phone and say we will overpay for one season. I'm talking about Matt Chapman and Cody Bellinger. The Tiger payroll is $10 million less than a year ago. This is a team that has aspirations of winning a division, but the payroll is down from a year ago. So what does it hurt to go to Matt Chapman, who's a four-time Gold Glove third baseman, Mm -hmm. and say, you haven't gotten the deal that you want long-term. Let's use each other. You come here and hit home runs and play Gold Glove third base. You make a name for yourself. You cash in next year in the marketplace. We get someone who provides a major league caliber third base. Gold glove at the hot corner, third base. He's hit twenty seven homers in two of the last three seasons. He had a finger issue last year, wasn't his best year at the plate. Fine, you're not getting the offers you want. We want to win a division. We don't have a third baseman. Matt Chapman, situation chip. The other name is Cody Bellinger. He was an MVP candidate a year ago. Finished in the MVP voting, won the silver slugger. He can play center, corner outfield, first base, DH unsigned the best free agent in baseball, not named Shohei or Yamamoto is unsigned. Tigers trying to win a division. He can play all over. You got the money. You got the money. You're again, you're 10 million under what you were a season ago. Tell me why you don't call and make a deal for one of these two guys. I'm not saying both. I'm not saying five year deals one year. Let's scratch each other's back. I don't see why you can't do both. You you got the money. Okay. I mean, you know, you,
0: you got contracts falling off. When I heard you and Riga originally talking about Chapman, I'm like, you know what? That's actually a pretty good thing. And i you could even throw incentives in there. If you hit certain amount of home runs, if we reach these amount this amount of wins, we'll pay you extra. You help us out, we'll help you out. Yeah. At the end of the year, maybe we find out we match. We yeah. both sw- swipe to the right. Yeah. But other than that, okay. You go
3: your way, we go our way, and uh, Godspeed to you. And again, the Tigers, not a World Series contender. Maybe these guys would rather sign with a contender. But they have not found terms that they're satisfied with. And teams are breaking camp. So it's where you go in and go, what's your best offer? We'll top it. One year. You got a deal for 20, we'll make it 25. What the hell do we care? It's one year. We're trying Mm -hmm. to chase the division. We got younger players coming up, but they're not ready yet. I got to hear about Jace Young, their former first-round pick. He's moving to third. You're You're, chasing a division. You're not banking on a guy who's going to get called up in the middle of the season to save the hot corner. Uh, Right. Right. you're you're in a division. Yeah. yeah. You're not in the
0: East, where it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're in a division where you can win.
3: Yeah. Riley Green, he hasn't played 100 games in either of his first two seasons. I hope he stays healthy. He's coming off the elbow thing. Would it be nice to have one more outfielder that you could rotate in the corners and in the middle and as a DH with Bellinger? Yeah, it would be. Parker Meadows, he showed a flash at the end of last year. Are you ready for him to be the center fielder 162 games without any slippage, any drop-off for a young player? What's the harm in bringing in one more or two more proven bats on the the short term Mm -hmm. to help win this division? Can I throw another name in? There? Yeah, please.
0: There's another name out there. One of those no harm no foul you're trying. You're turning over every rock to yeah. see what you can do. You could get this man for nothing. Trevor Bauer.
3: Uh, that's a whole different can of worms.
0: Trevor Bauer says basically, I want to I want back in. I want in. I'll take minimum salary. Pay me in incentives. Put me on a prove-it deal. Give me a year. If you're the Tigers, once again, you got nothing to lose. And if you tell me, well, he had all the problems, guys. I can't get into it, but read up on it. A lot of the stuff he was accused of, yeah, you may want to read up on it because a lot of the things didn't really mesh up. If you're like, well, reputation-wise, reputation, you look at the manager. Your manager was involved in a cheating scandal. One of the biggest cheating scandals was he was the manager of the Astros. He's come to Detroit to rehab his career. Nobody here talks about that. Mm. Okay? They don't. Bring in Bauer for a year. He's in Japan. He just wants in. You don't even have to pay him as much as you're talking about.
3: Yeah. I Okay. You could never have enough pitching, but I think the bigger need is, is, oh, no, the is bigger, position players. The bigger
0: need is position players, yeah. but this is one where if you're doing all of these
3: deals, these one-year deals, throw him in as well. Mm. I'm curious where the people are at on this. I know we're a little early for baseball, but the weather's nice for this time of year. Pitchers and catchers report. Tigers payroll is still under where they were a year ago, and their aspirations are to do more than a year ago. Are you interested in any of the guys we've discussed? Is there a little more urgency you'd like to see from the team where you say, I like hey, Chapman, I yeah. do. I, uh, I'll give you that, that one. Because they don't have a third baseman. The quote from A.J. Hinch this recently. Is, "This is I think what we're going to try to establish, we're going to give ourselves optionality, piece it together, and have a better player than one singular guy. So, in other words, we really don't have a plan. If somebody
0: steps up and takes the job, it's theirs.
3: Yeah, I mean it'll be Veerling I think right now. And they'll rotate guys in, Abanya's and I don't know, McKinstry depending on who ends up making the final roster. You can platoon, smart teams do it and they try to find the matchups. Hinch, I think it's a smart manager. But if you got a gold glove four-time gold glove third baseman who has hit for power. He's 30, he's not 38, he's 30. He probably wants a 5 or a 6-year deal and no one's biting. When you do. At the most, you may go two. But you're not sure. doing a you're not doing a bias. No, no. I'm not proposing a bias. Not dude. a bias. No. Does this interest people? Two four eight, five three nine, ninety-seven, ninety-seven. We do have a baseball team, and they are in a division, to Rico's point. This isn't a crazy conversation about winning it this season. Yeah. Uh at Spencer Torkelson, he was on the morning show today. He says everyone knows we can win this division. I feel like what this offseason was it wasn't a move, it wasn't an off season that says we can win this division. They still may. They, they may get contributions from young players, close the gap and win the division anyway. But it didn't feel like an off season from a team that feels like, oh yeah, this is our division to go win. I think adding a Bellinger or a Chapman is a move that says we're well, yeah, we're we're going to win this division this season. We add a little extra i'm not saying to do it for the for the excitement no. but it would add extra excitement going into opening day and it makes you a more competitive team for 162 games it's not going to cost you that much because you got a ton of money it's it's an aggressive move it's a move that says
0: we really are serious about trying to win and we're not trying to do it on the humble on the cheap okay I like it I would like to see that happen it was the same reason why I was all for the lions at the trade deadline Going out and getting one of those players that can help get you over the top. Mm-hmm. That'll
3: cost you a ton of stuff. You got the you got the payroll. You're, I mean, like geez. Did, did you think the Tigers did enough in the offseason to gear up for this season? No. But no one really did a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was after
0: Otani, it was kind of ho-hum. Well, right. I mean, two of the top five free agents are unsigned. Right. It was like, yeah, you're waiting for the winter meetings, meetings. It's like, wait, nothing happened. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean, they added a couple pitchers.
0: But you, I expected, okay. Because I remember saying, like, okay. Because Mike was like, man, Scott Harris. I was like, you know, I'm going to wait for the winter meetings, Mike, before mm-hmm. I judge Scott Harris. Let's let's see. Let's let the man cook.
3: He put it in a crock pot. We're still waiting it's, for it to it's, be it's done. Simmering. It's, it's, it's simmering. It's He put it on the 10-hour right. setting. Well, like, they're going to. Colt Keith's going to make the team unless he's a disaster. They they gave him that extension, but you have Colt Keith at second, unproven player. You have Parker Meadows still in the infancy stages of his career, largely unproven player. Torque and Green are still young and turning corners. They they have a lot of young players, and, I think, and if you're trying to win a division, add a couple more bats.
0: Costa, I, I think that they, they they may be going. Kind of that lions route. We're, we're gonna go with our young guys. We our we're gonna, guys. We're gonna build this team. I believe in these guys, and this is what we're gonna focus on. We're gonna stay young and we're gonna build our own core instead of getting rental players. Can it work? It it can, but
3: the opportunity is now to seize this division. This this division can be won. It's there. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Logan, what are your thoughts? You're on ninety seven one.
4: I actually like the Tigers' moves. I like that they didn't
5: do a whole lot, kind of left the field open for a lot of these young guys to come in. I mean, with the Bellinger,
4: where are you going to put them? Their outfield's pretty crowded. And I like the fact that they're giving the younger guys an actual opportunity to go out there and show them what they're about.
3: Where would you play him? I mean, the guy was an MVP candidate, Silver Slugger. You, you could play him just about anywhere. I feel like his, his versatility makes it kind of a moot point, right? I mean, you could play him one spot I mean, one day, one spot the next day.
4: That's true. And part of it, I personally just don't believe he's going to be able to continue it. That's,
3: that's fine. That's fair. I, again, I, I think that's, that's the situation that he finds himself in, though, is the market hasn't given him a deal he wants, right? I mean, guys are reporting now, and he doesn't have a deal. So what's the holdup?
4: I mean, he is one of the riskier free agents. He's yep. got Scott Boris. You know how those clients yep. work. So I and think what
3: he runs I, into is, is no one's offered him a satisfying long-term deal. Like, these guys hit free agency, and they're in their late 20s, early 30s. They're looking for that big this was, deal. This
0: was the big payday, and a lot
3: of people were like, wait, I've been waiting years for this day, and it didn't happen. And safe to say no one wants to give him that big sweetheart deal on Valentine's Day. So they're going to settle for something short. The Tigers are already under last year's payroll. Get it done. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. 539
6: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023.
7: Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
6: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: We have quotes from Scott Harris speaking with the media. We'll get to that. Tiger baseball pitchers and catchers reporting. I know there's a football fog, but guys, get with it. Baseball's here. Be here before you know it, and the Tigers are acting like they can win this division. Spencer Torkelson on the morning show saying, everybody knows we can win this division. Yet I'm looking at the opening day projected lineup, and I see a pretty big cavernous hole on the left side of the infield. I know they're going for optionality, but there's no third baseman. Matt Chapman is a four-time gold-glove third baseman, unsigned. Hasn't received a long-term deal to his satisfaction. Offer him a one-year deal, overpay him. The Tigers' payroll is less than a year ago. Guys, they're cheaping out from a year ago. Why not sign a short-term third-base option in Matt Chapman to round out this team? to, To actually give themselves the best chance to win this division? Like, Rico, what am I missing? Read the quote. Here's the quote from Scott Harris, and this might be what we're missing. Asked if they considered adding a veteran bat Quote, we have a young hitter in the big leagues or pretty close to the big leagues at almost every position. We've got to commit to those guys. There aren't a ton of at-bats available for everyday players.
0: Subtitles. We're going young. We're going to give our young guys a
3: shot at this. And we're going to win with our guys. You know, it's funny. Last year, the narrative was we can't call these guys up because... The big leagues are a big adjustment, and they're going to fail, and it might not be perfect. Now you're relying on those dudes to win a division? You feel I mean, like am I, you guys, am I missing? I'm not trying to be a Richard. No, no, like, no, like no. You last feel year, like we can't call them up because they're going to be too unpredictable, and it's too difficult. Now we're going to lean on them to win a division.
0: Right, because now they got a year under their belt. Not not Colt King. Well, and you hope that we'll platoon, and
3: maybe around July, August, we'll bring you up. Okay, so the one name that everybody's looking at for third base is Jace Young. Guy hasn't played third base very much. They think he projects well. He's he's not going to break camp with the team in April. You're right. No. So so you're going to throw away a couple months without a third baseman? Yes. yes. Rico, I'm so sick of these slow April starts. And now it feels like rather than add someone who can help them be better from opening day on. Look, man, I know you're upset. They're kind of sandbagging the start of the season then intentionally. I, t- I, t- I know you're upset. Like I said, when that little vein
0: pops out, I know you're angry. Stop. So, but sometimes you have to take people at their word. And when you listen to general managers and you look at, listen to people like that, they tell you what they're going to do. You may not like it, but it's like listening to Brad Holmes. Brad Holmes tells you exactly what he's going to do. I could appreciate it because it's not GM speak. Same as with Scott Harris. He's telling you. Young, I'm, I, I think I have the guy's. And as soon as they're ready, I'm going to put them in there. And I'm willing to platoon this thing out until I get there. Because if I do bring a Chapman up here, then that may be blocking. Young, that may be blocking guys that I can put in
1: here. Why am I worried
3: about blocking? I'm not signing a five-year deal.
1: You know what is blocking? Your chance at winning the division. Thank you. That's what you're blocking. And as a fan, hearing the president of your team say this, now I'm like, okay, well, then I guess I should not believe we're not going to we're not going to win a division.
0: No, it goes down to the whole no hope. Slow, it goes to the slow start thing. Mm. It it does go to the slow start because you but I think some of it too is because you play in this division there's not a sense of urgency. You don't have to rush and 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 try to win this thing right now because look they were competitive last year. Yes. I mean, I we were joking, like, can can you guys just stay competitive to the Lions preseason starts? <laughs> and you know what? They were Mission accomplished. Yep. The Tigers were fun to watch. Like, all of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, they were in the graphic.
3: I'm all about young, developed position players. This team has been long failing in that department. But now they're putting all their trust in these young guys before they've earned it, and I do think there's the potential that they underachieve because of it and, and they're they're okay with that
1: and that's my worry. many people, many people believe that Spencer torqueson has finally made it. How long did it take him to get to this spot though? right, and that's what I'm worried about, but you look the young at young guys will get in and
0: struggle possibly. No, no, but you look at torque, you look at the you know the Riley Green took a little so you, bit you, though but and he sank. Why can't we do this again? So, because our division is not this division where we, you know, gotta worry about the Yankees and the Rays and all uh, we got an easier division. So there's no rush. Let's clearly. And 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 if we have to, maybe we'll make that signing in the middle of the year. But right now, let's lean on our young guys. I'm in total agreement with you. Okay. Okay, just, You're just so trying you to know. understand. Okay, that's But that's sometimes fine. you gotta listen to what they're saying and try to understand their perspective. And their perspective is, our young guys are the guys. We we just experienced this a few months ago with, with the Lions. We all wanted change, and they said
3: no. We got the guys here. Okay, but there's there's a salary cap in the NFL There's not in baseball. The payroll they had last year was more than this year. They didn't reinvest the Miggy money, and no. they have a hole at third base, and the answer is young players who are unproven while you're trying to win a division. I- I'm sorry. David, what do we have on the ticket text before we get back to the phones?
1: Trevor Bauer might be a horrible human being. I don't know, but I do know that at one time the dude could pitch, so no harm in seeing what he still has. That is from Nick.
0: Dude, I, David, a one-year deal. If you do the research and you find out, yeah, he got accused of some heinous stuff. But then after you started reading about it, you're like, wait, maybe it didn't go down the way that I thought it went down. One year deal. He just wants in. He's saying, just give me something. Let me play for incentives. To me, you got a ton of money. If you get, okay, we'll give you a a $10 million, $5, $10 million deal and throw a bunch of incentives. What do you got to lose? Nothing. And you can't have too many arms. Chapman
1: hit 240 with 17 homers and 160 strikeouts. (laughs) That would be an Avila signing. No thanks.
3: The two previous years, he hit 27 and 27. He's had big home run seasons. And again, gold glove third base.
1: Well, I said this four months ago about Bellinger, but now it won't work. We have Parker Green and Carpenter in the outfield. But Chapman would replace Veerling. I like it. A2 in Tecumseh. Okay. Another one, Chapman, can't hit a lick anymore. <laughs> I'm good on that. Might as well be, might as well sign Brian Chapman.
0: Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh. S-O-L on New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, where are you at with
3: all this? Baseball's on the way back. Okay, what's up? How you doing? Hey, what's hey, up? Man.
8: So, first of all, I would love to have uh, Bauer in Comerica Park. I think that would be a no-brainer, especially for as cheap as you can get him. For one year, even two, mm-hmm. um, I think that's I think that's would be ridiculous not to sign if you had the opportunity. And then to get the other guys, how would you like to you know you, you compared it to the Lions uh, in, in their situation, and they fell short because they didn't have the people there when they they had the opportunity to win the division when it was there for the taking, and they fell short. Uh, you know, it, it came they came up short. By not having a couple crucial guys in the in the lineup, veterans, mm-hmm. and, and you're kind of in the same position here. And in, in this, I mean, the, once you get into the to the playoffs, anything can happen. So you got to get into playoffs, which means you got to win your division. And once you win a division, anything can happen after that.
3: Yeah, this division is the weakest in baseball. I mean this this is why the Tigers have a path to the playoff to begin with. No one's advocating that they could make it as a wild card. But how do you make up the nine games that they they need to to, to catch up on the Twins? And long term it is going to be with the young bats. Yeah. But in the here and now while you have a window where you can grab a couple games, grab a more proven player to, to close the gap, I think that's the conversation. Two four eight, five three nine, ninety seven, ninety seven. The Tigers have pitchers and catchers reporting. You satisfied with the offseason, or do they need to go make another one of these moves we've been talking about to close the gap and win the division? It's ninety seven one. Pitchers and Catchers report. Scott Harris speaking today says, We don't have any at bats available for veterans. Your response. The teams chasing the division. Division is up for grabs. A couple top tier free agents available, including one at third base. Tigers, not interested. Should they be? 248 539 97 We've got JD in Ann Arbor. You're on
4: 97 1. Hey, how's it going, man? What's up? Doing all right? Yeah, I've been saying it all off season. I don't know why we haven't signed Matt Chapman yet. The biggest hole we've got in the offense right now is at third base. I think our projected is what Zach McKinstry
3: Matt Veerling probably. Yeah.
4: Matt Veerling. Yeah, I mean I like both those guys. Matt Veerling's more of a platoon guy. I see Zach McKinstry as the utility. So I don't see either of them as a starter. So we've got that whole Matt Chapman's right there. I don't know why we haven't signed him. And we haven't really done much for the offense um, this off season. anyway. The only guy we signed would be Mark Canna. I like him, but everything else has been pitchers. We haven't done anything for the offense, which was our weakest part last year. We were pretty serviceable and runs allowed, but – we were battling all year for lowest run score throughout the MLB.
3: Yeah, and Ken' is a Harris guy. He's a little long in the tooth, but he'll draw walks, and he can play the corner outfield. But you're right, that's really the only move they made. And while Matt Chapman may be more of a free swinger than Harris would like, this may be one of those situations where they need each other. Where Harris talked about being an organization where guys can go to and get better. Yeah. He doesn't have a home this year. He's still unsigned, and he might need a one-year get-right spot, and the Tigers have a clear need at third base. This could be you scratch my back, I scratch yours. This doesn't have to be it's a long-term weird. commitment. Yeah. As you say, it, it friends with benefits.
0: Situationship, as yeah, they we're, say. We're not getting married, but, oh. you know, you I'll go. shoot you the U up text and right, we'll get it done. I'll give you the door code to come in and let yourself and you, in, let, you, let you, yourself, yourself out. out. Exactly. No, spirit. David, why are you
3: like... Uh... I'm
0: just laughing at the i text you the you up text. Yes. That's funny. I
3: like that. And Scott right. Harris should, should send the text right now to his agent. You up. Or just, hey. With two eyes. A little winky face.
0: Right. Kenny's pulled that move before. <laughs> Kenny just sends emojis.
10: Whoa. <laughs> you know what, Rico? I'm just going to let it slide. All right? <laughs> just going
1: to let it pass. <laughs> Don't tell us what your night looks like already. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
3: All right, let's get to Pete and Warren. Pete, what's up? You're
5: on 97.1. Hey, good afternoon, fellas. How are you guys doing today? Hey, Pete. Good. Good, man. Listen, I'm, I'm coming in hot, boys. I'm coming in hot. So bear with me, all right? Yep. First of all, totally agree with you scratch my back. I scratch yours. Why not? This division is really open to anybody. If the Chicago White Sox do some things, they could possibly win the division. Who knows with this division? But... I want to dive deeper into this, guys. I want to dissect this a little bit with you. I want to go back to the 2021 season with this team. Now they won 77 games that year. You had two rookies that just played outrageous for us that year. That was a total surprise. Um, you had guys like Jamer Candelario, Nico Goodrum, Victor Reyes, the Castro brothers, Willie and Nilly, or whatever their names were. Uh, they're you got there was a bunch of players that they had on this team, not only with that, Robbie Grossman and and Jonathan Scope, also a big part of that yeah. team. They went all in with these guys going into 2022. And then they brought in bias on top of that. Yep. And it was a total failure in 2022. So what you then your you look at what they did from 2022 to 2023. Candelario gone, Reyes gone, Nico Goodrum gone, the Castro boys gone, uh, Jonathan Scope gone, Robbie Grossman gone. Akil Badu spent three months down in Toledo. Yeah. Pete, where are you going did with the it? 20, did the 2021 season put this team behind at least two, three years? Yeah, now that's that's be- my question. Yeah, it's
3: before Harris was here. but But, yeah, I mean, did Avila set this team back? I mean, we could do radio from two summers ago. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. It did. Now – Harris has every right to restock the farm system his way with his guys, with his approach. Call those guys up as he, see fits, as he sees fit and build the team around him. My question is, along the way, do you accent? Along the way, do you plug some holes? Do you give yourself a better chance to win an extra five or six games? I feel like that opportunity is sitting in front of him. Yeah. With, with Bellinger or with Chapman, we focused on Chapman because he plays third, but Cody Bellinger can play either outfield position, corner, or or in the middle. He can play first. You could DH him. Rather than have a Kiel Badu with the roster spot, have a lefty with some power that can play more positions. I just, I feel like on a short term deal, those guys are still out there, still unsigned, could help this team, and they're being ignored. Because here's the thing guys on a short term deal, they're hungry, they're out to prove themselves. They
0: know, I got a shot, I got a chance, I got to make the most of this. And yeah, this is where we can use each other. You're trying to win. I'm trying to show at least you or other teams, I'm still a viable option. And maybe you should pick up, pick me up
3: for next season. Chuck, you got some thoughts and some reservations. What's up?
4: Well, my reservations are really with Chapman. I don't think he's all that. You look at some of his stats from recent years. I think it was three years ago he had a 210 batting average with 210 strikeouts. I'm not putting that guy in the lineup every day. His power has decreased since his age 26 season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, he's a good glove. But Dierling's a good ball player. You know, you need ball players not to just hit the ball over the fence. You need ball players that know how to play the game. And, and Beerling's kind of that scrappy guy that can play different positions. He's good You're with right. the glove, uh, makes contact. He's fast, as all get out. I just think he's, he's one of those guys. You look at the St. Louis Cardinals when they were winning titles, and they had these guys that you just never really heard of that could do just about anything. And, and they, they meshed as a team. And I think Vierling's that guy. I'd give him a shot at third and and forego Chapman. Bellinger might be a guy to look at. Um, The outfield depth is pretty strong, though. You'd have to figure out who you're going to sit. But um, but I think that's my thing is Chapman. I I I I wouldn't I wouldn't even sniff Chapman for any kind of contract. Interesting.
0: But I think it would help in in avoiding the slow start in April, in May, where all of a sudden you're behind the eight ball and now you got to play catch-up baseball.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure how Chapman starts the season compared last to you know, year, the year. Last but... year
3: he started really hot before, you're right. He he did settle into a spot where, <laughs> as Toronto fans, they weren't happy with him at the plate. He did start strong, and he does have at least somewhat of a track record hitting for for power. I mean, he's, he's hit 20, was it 27 home runs two years ago and the year before that. He's had a season where, to your point, early in his career he hit over 30 home runs. It is a more veteran bat. It wouldn't be a forever deal for both sides. I don't think he wants to sign below market for a long-term deal right before the season. No. Uh, but Bellinger maybe makes some more sense. You have a lot of young players, and if you're going to rely on a lot of young players, be prepared for some ups and downs. You may put yourself in another hole It may be more downs again. than ups. Yeah, that's the, that's the risk. I mean, that's why Scott Harris didn't call up Colt Keith really at all last season, because he said, well, it's hard with these young guys, and now... The tune seems to be changing. Uh, Preston, you got the thought on this? You're on one.
8: So there's a couple things that we got going on right now. And last year we were at the bottom of the league in hitting. We do need to add a bat. But I think if you want to take it to the next level, you let your young, your young players develop, become hitters during the season. But go all out on pitching. Make your rotation the best it can be. That's why I think you need to get Trevor Bauer. Low risk, high reward. You're not paying any money for him. You stay below what you were paying last year. It seems like our owner for the Tigers wants to be a little bit on the cheaper side on the payroll. You can get a guy cheap like that, Trevor Bauer. Rico
3: brought him up. I know there's a lot of baggage with him. and There is, but it's a one-year deal.
0: It's not like, I mean, you, you took you took your manager. Who had baggage. He had, he had a little bit of... He said that earlier, but this isn't the same thing. He was cheating. He was involved with one of the biggest cheating scandals in baseball. So this guy, yeah, at first it looked like he was a pariah until you did a deep dive into the story and you found out all that glitter wasn't gold. A lot of the stuff seemed to be fabricated. And it's like, okay, he had to serve a suspension that he probably did not deserve. Now, don't know what he is personally. He may be a bad guy, but he can help you win.
3: But the thing that he was accused of didn't appear to be so. It didn't hold up. I mean, it's it was a pretty grotesque story. And I think people have stayed away because of it. But I mean, we've had, not to dwell on Bauer, but we've had stories about guys who have done really bad things mm-hmm. that have come back to sports and helped teams win. Right. And it's this griminess of if you don't sign him, somebody else will. You got to compete against these teams. I understand that's part of these conversations. And it's a win year deal. He's he's so anxious to get back into the major leagues that, yeah, I, I think that
0: throw a bunch of incentives at him and, and see what happens. If it, if it doesn't work out, if he does something, you get rid of him. But you're
3: not on the hook for that much. All right. Valentine's Day, love in the air, trying to work out a deal with these teams. Kenny is going to help us fall in love with hockey. As football season. Has come to a close. You may be looking for something to pay attention to sports-wise. And we know Kenny is all the way in on hockey. We'll get to that next Ninety-seven-one. Was it last week you guys tried to get people reintroduced to college basketball? We did.
10: We got Kenny Cott, who wants to do the same with hockey. Kenny? Yeah. So before we uh, get to the fun bit, there is the biggest story in hockey. It's not a great one. Four uh, NHL players were charged with sexual assault that happened in Team Canada from 2018 World Juniors. Um, Not a fun story, but it is the biggest story in hockey right now. And not bringing it up would be kind of you know unfair to everybody involved with that. So I just wanted to bring that up. Now we get to the fun stuff, David. I want you to hit the music. Let's get to the cool stuff about hockey. All right. That's kind of fun. This is NHL 94, right? Throwing it back. So, uh, David, I'm going to do this to you right away. You know what? I wasn't planning on it, but I'm going to do this to you right away. Let's talk about the Vancouver Canucks. David, Vancouver Canucks, are they a good team or a bad team this
1: year? All right, let me think about this. The Wings played them recently. I'm trying to remember.
10: I saw that logo of their wreck. I'm going to say good team. They are. They're a very good team. In fact, they are the best team in the league this year, which is crazy because coach Bruce Boudreaux, who used to coach for them, he had this dead man walking thing going about him because he was pretty much going to be fired for Rick Tockett, who worked at TNT as an analyst at the time. They couldn't get Rick Tockett out of his TNT broadcast contract, so they had to keep Bruce Bruce Boudreau, even though the team knew, the fans knew, the players knew, everybody knew that he was just going to be... Nobody wanted him. Do they still have the Sedan twins? The the Sedan twins. (laughs) I'm just going to ignore that, take that as an insult. Um, No, they do not have the Sedine twins anymore, David. (laughs) But normally, you'd think of a team, they were 1-10-1 when they fired Bruce Boudreaux. You'd think, hey, team with a new coach, maybe, you know, fresh coat of paint that works out for them. They're now the best team in hockey. That is, that, I wanted to start with that because- Big that, surprise, yeah. It's one of the biggest surprises in hockey. I don't know if any other sport has duplicated it because I think St. Louis did that like, what, five years ago, pre-pandemic, they had their uh, Stanley Cup team. That was at one point the worst team in the league. And then I believe they fired their head coach and got immediately better. Okay. So next, hockey's megastar, Connor Bedard. You may have heard us talking about him at the beginning of the year, us hockey folks. Um, Don't hate him. He broke his jaw missing a quarter of the season. No, not good, David. We don't root for injuries.
0: No, but it was one of those that, Kenny, I told you, this is why I have respect for your hockey players. Broken jaw, and he tried to make it back. I don't know if I'm stealing your thunder but that no, is just the tip of the cap. Are you serious? Your jaw's broken and you want to play still? Yeah, I'm sitting out for a long time, but go ahead.
10: No, I I it's it's, a, it's an incredible story and he's coming back. I think he's week to week or day to day even maybe. I think week to week I think he is right now. He's planning on coming back. Yeah,
3: he'll be back before the year's done,
10: right? 100%. At, at least that's the plan presuming nothing goes wrong. I can't imagine what the first hit into the glass would feel like. Oh, that's kind of how I felt like about Patrick Kane when he came back to the Red Wings after yeah. his hip resurfacing surgery. just sounds painful. Right. <laughs> how do you take a hit? What, what goes on with that? But
0: I'm thinking like we've all had a bad tooth before and you bite into something. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, your jaw and you get hit. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I'm out. This was a bad idea. Coach, put somebody else in. I don't
10: think a lot of people would blame him if he just said, you know what, I'm taking the rest of the year. We're going to take the offseason and recover from this broken jaw. I had at the beginning of the year, next thing here, I had the Boston Bruins as the team most likely to fall off because they lost a whole bunch of guys. They went from the best team in the league to the second best team in the (laughs) league. So, I mean, if you want to call that falling off, I don't know. I I don't think that's quite falling off. But, uh, you know, not every prediction can be a great one. Well,
0: you don't want the President's
10: Cup, so. Yes, you don't want the President's trophy. I would also like to, speaking of, actually, let's do this. Edmonton Oilers, David, good team or bad team? Well,
1: (laughs) seeing what they did to the wings last night, I'm going to say really good team.
10: So I'd like you to imagine that team at the beginning of the season with a different head coach. They were once the fifth worst team in the league this year. Before they got to the point of being good enough to drop eight points on the Red or eight goals on the Red Wings. Not great. They had to fire their head coach. They brought in Chris Knobloch, who was a minor league coach of of Connor McDavid. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I was thinking the same
0: (laughs) thing, David.
10: (laughs) These hockey segments are my favorite. (laughs) Chris Knobloch, who is the, was the minor league coach for Connor McDavid. They brought him back and then they proceeded to win. 16 straight games becoming the third in the uh, in the Pacific Division I believe. And that is absurd. <laughs> they almost broke they almost tied Pittsburgh's record I think from from many years ago when they had Yager and they had all those guys in Lemieux. They he, they almost broke that record, which is wild to think about that. Was well, it true? I heard last night they've won 25 out of the last 30. Sounds right.
3: True? Yeah. Sounds right, I yeah. I don't
10: know if that's true, but I believe you if you told me that. <laughs> So at the beginning of the season when we were doing a similar segment to this, I asked you all, will the Toronto Maple Leafs win more than one round of hockey? And we all said no. Yeah, I'm sure everybody said no. And I will say no again because they're fighting for their playoff lives right now, right next to the wings in that wild card conversation. It's not not going as well as Maple Leaf fans want. And you know what? You just hate to see it.
0: You would think the law of averages would say that they – could eventually do something but it's just year
3: after year austin matthews pacing for like a 70 goal season and they're barely a playoff team wow
10: i mean (laughs) as i said you just hate to see it i would like to give out an award at this time oh this goes to the most annoying fan base in the league if you encounter them well just do your best not to encounter them (laughs) it's really my only good advice here Um, We got a little taste of them last year with, uh, with some pushing and shoving between the Red Wings and the Ottawa Senators. Boy, I tell you, that fan base for being a terrible hockey team right now, being near the bottom of the standings, and every nerdy analytic that I have, every nerdy metric that I have, overall the entire season, they've been pretty poor. Their fans, you'd think that they're a playoff contending team. And nothing annoys me more than that, because they keep talking on Twitter, they keep talking on social media, they keep Antagonizing Red Wings people—is this a rivalry with them? I, th- I, I don't know so many question. tough people in Ottawa.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Canada—they say sorry and they they, they apologize. Here, have a donut. Sorry.
10: Yeah, no. I think you think it, it's a rivalry. Wait, wait, I think wait! It's a rivalry.
0: Okay, skinny. Is it like real trash talk or Canadian trash talk? <laughs>
10: yes. <laughs> it, it varies. It varies.
0: Right? Like, is it like, oh, you
10: Holzer, we're going to get you. But good luck. still <laughs> <laughs> a compliment at the end. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's almost insulting enough to cut, but not. you're like, oh, well, that's not so bad.
3: Right, like, uh, you tried. I see you're trying to insult me. It's like, like, yeah. it's like they're trying to cut you with one of those, like, uh, paper knives. There's yes. only so much damage they can do. <laughs> Hitting you over the head a with a wiffle ball lens. bat. Yeah, basically.
10: <laughs> I'm sorry, Kitty. Go ahead. So let's talk about Alex Ovechkin. Or as Roberto likes to call him, what did did he call him? Kovechkin, I think. I was asking him if he could off the top of his head name NHL players, and he said, what about that Kovechkin guy? You know, it's it's better than I thought we would get from Roberto. I think that's a win for him. Um, He was off to an incredibly slow start. He's trying to break a record, um, but he started off on a 19-goal pace, which for Alexander Ovechkin's normal 40-goal pace is not very good. Now he has scored in six straight games. And he's right back on track to be scoring that, uh, to be, you know, do, setting a record. The only reason I bring this up is not because of Washington. Washington's not a very good team. Not because of Ovechkin, because he's old and soon to be irrelevant, but because Roberto called him Kovechkin. And that's really that's all the only need. reason I wanted to bring that up. Works for me. I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the next thing I wanted to bring up is here is the, uh, I think, the worst franchise in professional sports. The most poverty franchise in professional sports. All sports in all in the major four okay. sports, yes. the Pistons play in a building David the Pistons play they oh, might oh, not I, they might I, not I, own I know the building going. Oh, David, do they you know do not is? play in a high school college Sun Devils close, close enough. enough
0: you know what looks like a high school it, lo- it looks like uh like Detroit Catholic Central like one of those big high schools we
3: may have high schools with better <laughs> hockey presence than, than the Arizona State building
10: I believe the NHL actually has subsidized their team, so all the other owners are actually paying for the operations of this franchise. Okay. Wow. Which, I'm not even kidding. that That's actually a thing, and that is awful. For <laughs> That's an awful look for an NHL franchise. I don't believe that that's actually happening, but it is. They could The reason I bring it up, they could be going to Utah. They could be going to Houston. They could be going to Atlanta. They're again? To get, Atlanta again? Which I don't get because it didn't work the first time. I don't know how it's going to work a second time. What about Quebec? Well, Bring back the Nordiques. The market's not you know what? Here's the funny thing. They actually
0: have a fan base down in Arizona. It's just it kind of like the Chargers. Like, we're, we're not going to be held. We're, you're not going to extort us. We're not going to be held at gunpoint.
10: We like you. We love you. Yeah, we don't love you that much. Yep. And that is your NHL Hockey Blitz.